You know, we talk about a lot. I mean, I'm looking at my hands. We talk a lot about how do you tell how old somebody is? The hands give you a Look at your hands. If you think about our life, it's what are you hanging on to? What are you holding together? Welcome to the Far More Podcast. Hey, Liz. Hey, Jason. Welcome to another episode. Welcome to another episode. I see you got a cup of something. You know, what is that a cup my, of? My voice may be a little off today as I'm dealing with the seasonal congestion cold Sounds funk. very manly. That's I'm really getting my deeper radio voice on today. That's what you're doing, because you have a voice for radio. Yes, I have a, I have a face for radio. No, nobody said that, girl. <laughs> so our unofficial sponsor today will be uh, Lemon Honey Tea. It's actually Lemon Ginger, but that's okay. Yeah, well... They can join too. Well, I'm sorry that you're not feeling well today, but kudos to you for showing up instead. Instead of like laying in the bed and phoning it in, you're like, suck it up, buttercup. You got to do it anyway. And I feel like, was it just last week that I referenced, I just wanted to come home and crawl under the covers Mm -hmm. and kind of, I did Mm -hmm. not want to do life that day, but we have to. Yeah. We, we're called to, to more, whether we like it or not. So let's go. What are we jumping into today? Well, today, so we, we have talked about prayer before, but really it was just a, you know, prayer is always a good idea, right? Mm, yeah, I think on, I think it was episode 13, we talked about prayer being a good idea because I was, I was bristling, I think in that episode of my, my independence and analytical nature was coming out, was showing again. Your independence and, is showing, girl. And, put that up. And I was I was talking about how sometimes I didn't know what to pray. And I would need to process more information mm-hmm. to get to a And I'm like, prayer. just pray. Right. Just pray. But I thought today maybe we would, I think you'll appreciate this. Okay. We're going to go a little bit deeper into it. Ooh. A little bit more. No, I'm not going to say intense, even though I know <laughs> you'd be like, ooh, I'm excited. Yay. Let's go. Let's go. Let's like get fired up. Unwrapping a present on Christmas morning. <laughs> But the big question is, are our prayers too safe? Mm. Are you praying too safe? Mm. And when I read that question, oh. Yeah, I I think it almost connects to where I was in in that last podcast we talked about prayer. Because you know me, I like to ask layer upon layer of questions, even internally. Mm-hmm. Right. And you love that. Uh-huh. You're like, <laughs> well, here's the next question. I'm like, no, no more questions. Right. Because I try to, I try to go, wait a second. That's a superficial prayer. Is that what I'm really trying to pray? But you're really saying, okay, let's go deeper. What, what really, what are more quote dangerous prayers? Dangerous prayers. Well, mm. for me, like, can I just dive right on in? Come on. All throughout scripture. Well, first and foremost, something that a pastor said, a very well-known pastor said was, be careful when you pray a dangerous prayer, especially one of surrender, like, or one of like, I am here, Lord, your servant yeah. is listening, like Samuel. He he kept thinking that it was Eli, his mentor, that was calling him over and over. And then the fourth time, he was like, Lord, I am here. It's me, your servant. Basically, he was saying, whatever you need of me, I will do. And so this pastor was saying, you got to be careful when you pray that prayer. 
Because look at all throughout scripture, you've got Samuel, you have Jonah. God called Jonah to preach his word and to tell almost the most violent, aggressive, awful people to turn from their sins. Uh, I'm sorry, what? And then Noah, mm. hey girl, there. I want you to build this huge ark. Well, what's an ark, God? Well, it's this boat that's like, you know, a football field and a half big. And I'm going to need you to build yeah. that. But not just that. I'm going to need you to go find two of every clean animal and two of every, did he say unclean as well? Two of each and put them on this boat. I'm sorry, what? And then Jesus, well, first let's go Mary because Mary came first. He's like, hey, you're going to have, you're going to be pregnant with a baby, but you're a virgin. You're not married. Girl, you're coming out fired up on this topic. Well, because like you, you, like you just went through like the whole Old Testament and jumped to the New <laughs> Testament. Through. You know what I found interesting though? If I think about praying dangerous prayers. Yeah. We're actually good at praying dangerous prayers. For who? Other people. Uh-huh. Other people. Like, yeah. even when I hear you talk, it's like, okay, we want to shy away from the dangerous prayers in our own life, but, oh, we'll pray up some missionaries to go be bold in the name of Jesus. Oh, oh, we'll go pray that this person needs or to Or be... even for each other. Well, well, don't be praying boldness over me. What are you, what are you trying to do? I'm not praying. <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying. You're, you're yeah. making it external. I think we do that with the people in our lives. We do. And it's sometimes it's, yeah, Lord, let them see their brokenness. Yeah. Right? Well, yeah. Lord, help them find their way. <laughs> That's so cute. Isn't that so sweet and spiritual of us? Lord, speak to Liz, because clearly she's not listening to me. So if you could speak to her, that'd be great. Moving on. <laughs> But you see what I'm saying, though, these big, bold prayers, and I feel like each one of the people that I just mentioned, they, they, it was a prayer of surrender. I think that's the biggest thing, surrendering their will, surrendering their wants, their desires, their needs in order to do what God wanted them to do. And that's so hard. Well, yeah. It's countercultural, number one, but it's also counter to our sin nature. Well, I think that's why I shy away from a lot of these big prayers, because if you're praying for boldness on one side or you're praying for patience, okay, God's going to put you in a situation where you have to be bold or you have to be patient. So that's the reality. It's not just this natural thing. It's a it's a situation where it's like delivery upon that that's going to shape you. I have a slight argument to that. Okay, come on. A, a, a counterpoint, if you will. You said God is going to put you in a situation where you have to be, insert this thing. Mm-hmm. Well, couldn't we also say that God's going to put us in a situation where we have to call on him in order to be this thing? Yeah, I, I you think, did the whole "I have to do this thing again." No, I think that's a different type of prayer. Okay, right. I think there's layers of pol- of prayers where, Lord, you need to equip me, equip me, make me bold. Yes, right. There's also, Lord, break me of this thing, mm-hmm. or Lord, 
help me search my own heart to see where the messiness is. I think there's layers of, right. That's like the hard, I think that's the hardest one for me. Right. Cause then you might get an answer. (laughs) And then if you get an answer, then Then you you got to do something about it. Number one. You should, right? Well, yes, you should. (laughs) We should. And so maybe that's why we just, we should never pray dangerous prayers. No, but I think. And in podcast, (laughs) we're done. But I think that's where I was in that last episode of, Uh listen, (laughs) Because when I, I do a thing, I go all in. Mm-hmm. So if I go and pray a big, bold prayer mm-hmm. and the Lord lays something on my heart, I'm going to be like, oh, snap. We got to do something big, bold, different. Break this thing. Break my heart. Like it changes life angles. So if if what we're saying is we need to be praying bigger, bolder prayers, does that mean... Does that mean like the small, almost rote? Do you know what that word means? Rote. Tell us more. Just like, thank you, Lord, for this food. You know, very, very... uh, Scripted. Scripted or just traditional. Does that mean that, that those aren't important? Or that we should shy away from doing... You know, okay, because we're coming up on Thanksgiving. Yes. Right? And yes, all around, I'll just say our country. I don't know what happens in other countries, but just, or even especially in the South, you know, we're going to, we could probably hear the same prayer around the same time from multiple right. households. Does it mean that, surely it doesn't mean that it's falling on deaf ears just because it's, Tradition. What are your thoughts? And this is just opinions. What are are your thoughts on that? I don't know if it's just my opinion. I think what is the heart actually behind it? Is it just tradition that you're doing it from a state of obligation? Like, Lord, bless these 12 pies to the nourishment of our bodies. You know know what I mean? Like, (laughs) Who? Which house has 12 pies? We're going there. Somebody out there has got 12 pies. (laughs) And box them up and ship them. Uh but yeah, I, th- I think we get caught up in that. We get caught up in tradition um, more than we get caught up in having the right heart posture as we're approaching it. We're saying we're expected to pray a prayer in this moment. So we're going to do and it. And so we, we operationalize it. <laughs> Here, here's the formula we use, which Jesus gave us a formula, mm-hmm. right? But the formula has heart behind it. We, not he, Jesus actual, was all heart. Big bold. Well, I think we're called to big, bold prayers. Um, I think we're scared of big, bold prayers. Well, we should be, because again, see previous examples that I just gave, because look at what happened. And I'm I'm not trying to take it down this negative path, but I do want to be real and show the truth in it. After the After the prayers of surrender from... Noah and from Jonah and even from Mary, like what happened to them after is people judged them, ridiculed them, mocked them, especially Mary. They didn't believe her. It's, it's scary. That is scary. Well, it all goes back to the same theme that we talk about a lot on this podcast. We're trying to hold on to our life. Mm-hmm. Right, we're not adding, actually letting go and letting the Lord lead us and say oh, it's this that is not surrender. Well, you know, so you know, we talk hard. about a lot. I'm, I'm looking at my hands. 
We talk a lot about how do you tell how old somebody is? The hands give you away. Look at your hands, right? I also think if we think about our life, it's what are you hanging on to? What are you holding together? What are you clutching so tightly? What are you fighting? In all those postures, your hands are closed. Mm. It's not a posture of surrender. And I think we're called to that posture of surrender, but we're trying to hang on for dear life for what we've built or what we think is important or this goal we have in mind a lot of times. Well, and I think you've touched on this in a previous episode as well, that that's out of fear. Of course it is. We have clenched fists because we are fearful and... What do you think we're fearful of? I was about to ask you the same thing, but you shot Ah. it at me first. Okay. First mover advantage. I mean, I got a a thought. Well, I mean, I've got a few thoughts. Um, Fear of missing out. I mean, FOMO is real. You, when you talked about giving up alcohol, you even said part of your resistance to it, not only was it because you, you were like, I don't, I don't have an issue here. Why? But that what it taught you was that you're, you're really not going to miss out. So it Mm -hmm. means that you probably did have a fear of missing out on having that thing. And so I think that sometimes, sometimes we're afraid of missing out on an experience or a moment or a feeling or a insert whatever here. It's a fear of missing out on something. Hmm. I think my fear is much deeper. Okay. My fear. Mine is, I think mine is like fear of missing out. Mine's pretty, mine's, mm. imagine that. Mine's pretty like on the surface, but yours is. My fear is God's not going to show up for me. Oh, snap. Right. If Are I'm, you if seri- I'm really, Are you serious? If I'm really honest, it's a trust issue, right? In terms of fully trusting God that God's not going to quote show up for me. Okay. What does that mean? It, it, well. Say it, more. That's right. Meaning. What I have in terms of my thought of life, right? I think that's the that's the challenge of of full surrender is is full trust, meaning I'm actually handing my life over completely, mm-hmm. right? And in doing that, God, it's yours. You're letting how, you're letting go of the outcomes. I'm letting go of the outcomes, which is hard. Which yeah. is, means that the outcomes are no longer how I define outcomes good and bad because I have prescribed good and bad outcomes. Yes. Right. So it's the, it's the, it's the trust aspect that, Oh, God's outcomes are not going to be the same as my outcomes because they're not because his ways are higher. Well, so it's that, it's that weighing. I, this was even one of the points that I had when I was preparing for this episode. I don't know. I think maybe you were cheating and you were looking cheating. at my notes. You were looking at my notes. Girl, like there's one of us that prepares for these episodes and that's not me. It's the weighing of what outcomes we have in our mind versus trusting him (laughs) and his outcomes. But why do you say, what makes you say point blank that his outcomes aren't going to be the same as yours? Oh, I don't know. Point blank, that it's a, it's just a fear. It's just a fear. Okay. That's inherent. Um. Well, you know why it's a fear? Because I know normally, let's go back. I've said this before that I understand my own brokenness. Like I'm pretty self aware of my own brokenness. Mm-hmm. So as I think about outcomes, there's got to be a lot of brokenness and sin in that baked into baked into my perception what accept- of what a good yeah. outcome is. Okay. 
So as we're talking about dangerous prayers, do you think that it requires courage? Do you think it requires humility? Like, what do you think is required of of yourself or just of Christians in general in order to pray those, pray those dangerous prayers. I mean, I think it's yes, yes. And yes, courage, humility, and, and trust in the Lord. Right. And, and trust that he's working things out um, again for his glory, which is hard, especially for someone like me to, to really process the difference in terms of, a good outcome of my life, mm-hmm. right? With what's meant for his glory. Mm-hmm. Because uh, what's meant for his glory may not be a good outcome for your life. Is that what you're saying? Am I interpreting yes. that correctly? And that's okay. where I get so caught up. And I, this is where I struggle when I just, when I see so many stories of people that were going all in for Jesus in the Bible, mm-hmm. like does not end well for them. Does uh, on, on this average, earth. No, not on average. Oh, you were going to just say on Earth. On Earth, it doesn't okay. end well for while them while they are here. While they are here, mm-hmm. so you're. I mean, it's the whole being able to understand on a eternal conversation that I can't get my head around. Right? It's so well, it's so hard to correct. do that. So the only conversation I actually understand from a, a framework is this life, mm-hmm. right? And, and I think that's where that's where I struggle is trying to say, okay, I, I like playing the long games, but I'm usually playing the long game in terms of just this life, which isn't really a long game. And how does it impact you and those closest to you, correct? Or, or how I view what a, quote, good life looks like. Mm, good life here on earth. Yes. Which is a jumping off point to eternal life conversation. Well, so I think and, and let me be clear. I'm not okay. I'm not making that a works based statement, right? Because I understand that that ain't nothing it, you can do, girl. Right. It's only through Jesus that that eternal life happens. But I'm saying, you know, even even this side of that Thank goodness um, for Jesus. Absolutely. What what does that look like? I feel like you almost have to come to a place of I don't care what the outcome is. That's right. And for someone like me, that's really hard. It's really hard for me to not care what the outcome is. Yeah. For me, I can, I can go, I don't care what the outcome is. If I believe in what I'm doing, I think what's hard for me Mm -hmm. is to fully know 100% that quote, what I'm doing is the right thing when it comes to faith-based things. Maybe that's part of it for me is because I am so insecure in my own self because I I know my own brokenness, Mm -hmm. right? I'm like, okay, if what I'm doing really (laughs) spirit led or Jason led, like it's so hard for me to understand the nuance there sometimes. And because I'm not always a hundred percent confident in that, am I doing this because I feel like God's leading me here? Am I doing this because I'm leading myself because I can't figure that out sometimes. I think that's where I shy away. I'm going to need to stop you right there. Okay. Because there is so much good content Mm -hmm. that guess what? That's what? We need a... 
part two. So in the meantime, check us out on all the socials, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. We are at Far More Podcast. And until we are back with part two, part two. start praying those bold prayers, y'all. Ooh.